What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I'm your host, the Cajun Libertarian, as most of you already know. But for those of you that don't, here I am, here we are, and we are one giant family. We have a lot of fun. We love being here. I am very honored to be here in front of you again. And we're going to be talking with Jacob Turner, who is running for the House of Representatives in Missouri, which is freaking phenomenal. We have an absolute landscape of people running for office, and I wholeheartedly believe that most of these people, like Jacob Turner, are going to win their seats, and we are going to see a movement within the 2022 elections that we've never seen before. So next up is Jacob Turner running for the House of Representatives on the Libertarian Live, Cajun Libertarian Live. I almost messed that up, right? <laughs> Next on the Cage Libertarian Live. Yes, yes, yes. I am so excited to be here. So excited to be here with my guy, Jacob Turner. We've been talking for a long time. Very excited to have him back on or on the show. And we'll have him back on because he's going to play a pivotal role in the 2022 elections in the state of Missouri for the House of Representatives. Amazing. Amazing. Real quick, announcements. Uh, you can go to my website. Let me bring it up. It's real easy. CajunLibertarian.com. Look, and for those of you that don't know, right, I get a lot of people asking me, like, quite often, where can I find you? At the risk of sounding arrogant, if you just Google Cajun Libertarian or the Cajun Libertarian, um, I am the only one on the planet. I'm super honored and surprised that I got this brand. Uh, but, yeah, I am the only one. So you can literally Google me and find me practically anywhere. I'm the first person that pops up. I'm the only one that pops up. So if you're looking for anything at all, just Google it. You'll find every platform. You'll find every stage. But more importantly, we do have the website. In light of all the uh, nonsense that Facebook wants to pull, they cannot yank the website, right? Agentlibertarian.com. We have a ton of merchandise and we are growing by the moment we have a new slogan for a t-shirt same cage of time same cage channel that's the thing i say at the end of every episode i love that we also have uh, a little cajun spice makes liberty real nice and meet them where they're at because that's kind of my slogan and in reality that's really our slogan because people want to be heard and quite frankly they want to know that they have a voice and so we meet them where they're at they don't trust me or us until they understand that they have a voice in this movement and so meet them where they're at anyway cajunlibertarian.com you can do that you can also find me on any basically anywhere that you can find your podcast apple podcast google podcast spotify all of the above you can find me right there don't forget about coming on in just two days another episode of the Cajun and Eskimo show from bayous to igloos on muddied waters media 
which is the best show by far on Muddy Waters Media. Outside of the episode that we had tonight, which was pretty phenomenal. I don't know how to compete with that. No, look, hopefully you're in the comment section and we can hash this thing out. Uh, super fan Sarah Andereg and Mrs. Bearded Truth, Mrs. America, Mrs. Murica, sorry, uh, Jason Lyons, wife Kelsey. Phenomenal job. Glad I could help out with that. I just, yeah, fantastic. Anyway, Muddy Waters Media, go check it out. Uh, don't forget that Jason is also representing a family that is in dire need of financial support. You can basically find that link, GoFundMe link, anywhere. If you remember, he was doing the spicy jerky, spicy everything, spicy pepper challenge. Just not spicy enough to compete with my beard, though, because I do have the better beard, Jason. And you know it's true, my friend. And there's a meme to prove it. And there it is. I'll let that saturate for a minute. Soak in your soul. Because you know it to be true. I have the better beard. With that being said, I love this show. I love every one of you. And I am very, very proud to have on my man, Jacob Turner. So as we always say, let's bring him on. Jacob. What's up, my man? What's going on, dude? Dude, glad, glad you had me on. I'm, I'm, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, I've been looking forward to having you on, dude. Thank you for taking time out of your stupid busy schedule to come yeah. on here and chat with us about your uh, your run for House of Representatives. I have to ask you first, though. Yeah, man. What's it like in Missouri right now? Missouri's great. I mean, uh, politically or weather-wise, what do you want to know? Because weather-wise, okay. it's, I mean, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I imagine it, it's muggy like where you're at, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's brutal down here right now. Uh, I actually lived in Cape Girardeau for a long time. I don't know how far that is from you. Are you for real right now? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm in Jackson, like 15 minutes north. Oh, my God. I've been to Jackson, Missouri a ton of times. Oh, yeah, man. That's where I live. Oh, That's okay. awesome. Well, yeah, I'm a graduate of uh, Teen Challenge Mid-America International, which is right there in Cape Girardeau. I'm sure you've heard of them. Hey, that's legit, <laughs> man. That's yeah. legit. Yeah, I work on yeah. the ambulance uh, part-time part there in Cape for Cape County. Oh, nice. Yes, very uh, – uh, well, I won't say – yeah, I'll say it. I don't care. You can crucify me in the comment section. I don't care. Rush Limbaugh is actually from uh, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. So, powerhouse yeah, uh, journalists there, agree with him or not, dude built an empire. So, Missouri is banging. I'll tell you what, though. I will never live during the winter months in your area. <laughs> ever again it's i lived cold. there for almost a year and that you had like the worst winter year in record history and your boy from the deep south had to be there where i'd walk around the corner and within two minutes your snot would freeze even though you right. didn't know you had any snot no way dude you can keep it yeah it gets that uh, gets cold we're talking about the if we're talking about political climate it's pretty wild here right now man uh, so I've heard the incumbent, the guy that I was running against is starting to put out uh, little messages here on Fox and, and so on and so forth that he's thinking about making a run for the Senate. So as of right now, it's looking like I don't even have an opponent running for the House of Representatives. So this is pretty wild, you know, so we, we're eventually going to get one. Yeah, we'll get we'll get one. But, uh, you know, 
I don't know if, if you watch some of the other shows, but the Republicans came to me and offered me to take his spot if he left was the thing. Oh, and I'm like, ah, you guys must not know me. It just isn't working that way, you know? <laughs> I know you guys like the Liberty message and all, but that ain't working out. Uh, I, I, yeah, I got my team on my back. So we're, uh, we're, we're carrying this forward for the Liberty movement, man. I, I don't want no part of that. I tell people quite often that Republicans love to run on a libertarian message, but then they govern just like the Democrats. I mean, <laughs> every time, man, two sides of one coin, they are. Uh, yeah, two wings of the same bird, left wing, right yeah. wing, same bird. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, they brought they brought up the fact we knew that he was looking at it. It was a possibility. Uh, and then this uh, guy, I don't know if you know the name, Eric Greitens, got in the race for the for our Senate, run for our Senate. He used to be a governor, got relieved. Uh, for duty uh, for an issue that I, I don't really want to get into, but he got relieved. He decided to run for Senate. And then uh, one of Trump's son's daughters, Kimberly, uh, she used to be on Fox news. Guilfoyle, I believe is her name. She backed, she backed uh, Eric Greitens. And so they were, so these two Republicans were fighting over Trump's endorsement for, our, for the Senate race here in Missouri. Cause we're a red state. And uh, he came out and said he wish he wishes that she wouldn't had uh, endorsed Eric because he's looking to endorse Jason. So that means that he's more, he's more than likely. So it's wild times here in the in this uh, in this state. So we don't really know what what's going on here. You know, we just know we're doing our thing. Yeah, I mean, all of the other stuff is just it, a lot of people will debate me on this, and quite often, but a lot of that other stuff is just noise. Uh, I'm a very patient man. I will let it shake out because uh, the dust will settle, and the yeah. truth. That's right. Yeah, yeah it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me who it doesn't matter to me who he chooses or who who you know. We're we're in this game. We're here to we're here to push forward. You know, I, I tell people all the time. I was on my way to medical school. I just finished my associate's degree in May, starting my oh. bachelor's degree. So I'm I'm working my way uh, in human biology. Got certified or got a nationally registered as a paramedic. I'm working my way up to being an ER doctor eventually. Uh, but with how the government ha handled COVID and overstepped and was acting in tyrannical fashion, I felt that it was okay to, you know, at this time for me to put my life on pause and to, and to try to make change uh, in the political realm, you know, cause you can't always be somebody else. You know, eventually you sit here and you, and you wonder when somebody going to do something. Sometimes it's gotta be you. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I sat around uh, toying with the idea of uh, being politically active for quite a while since the uh, 2016 presidential election. Uh, I discovered the Libertarian Party, quote unquote, dove into it. And I was like, yeah, we're going to still see how things play out. But wow, did what you just say ring true when it came yeah. to the summer of last year? Oh, Lord, where are we at now? Yeah, summer of last year, I guess. Uh, that's when it's like, you know what? I'm going to stop waiting for somebody else to do something. I'm just going to do it. And so right. here we are. That's right. And man. here you're you are. A, dude, and you're doing an excellent <laughs> job. We, My wife and I, we love to tune in and listen to your show. You that's do awesome. an excellent job. What is it that drove you to make the choice to get into the liberty movement? Well, what drove me into getting really active was watching – everybody else in blue states, to be honest, get drove into the ground by their governments during the COVID lockdowns. 
and then they had no choice in the matter. And I'm looking around the country and I'm saying, what the shit? This is not America. You don't tell us what to do. We pay your salary. You do what I tell you to do. Anyway, right. I don't this is this interview is about you. I will get absolutely freaking fired up. Oh, what brought what brought no, me into man, libertarianism this, was actually ACA, but the uh the COVID lockdowns is what you know you just tapped my ass, you pissed me off, and I was done. I was yeah, done. Dude. I said, you know what? I'm out. I, I'm gonna absolutely blast your nonsense every freaking possible place. I can. This is about Jacob Turner. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a conversation, man. I'm having fun. I go, I do an interview a week. I'm just having fun. I'm nice. enjoying the time. So yeah, yeah, same here. You uh you you you're trimming down there with the beard, huh? It looks like yeah. you're gonna grow a pretty good beard. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, if I let it grow a little bit further, it, it kind of patched together. You know, you know how like when it first starts, well, you don't have that problem. You got the perfect beard over here, but <laughs> but the rest <laughs> of us, the rest of us uh not so alpha males, we you know, we get the patches and they gotta kind of fill in and grow out a little bit to be full, you. but but yeah. So yeah, I gotta get my yeah. testosterone up a little bit, I think, you know. Nice. That reminds me of uh, one of my go-to movies, a cult classic, um, Joe Dirt, when he was being, I know you've seen the movie, right? He's oh, being yeah. interviewed. He's like, tell, you're telling me that you're so ingrained with white trash DNA that your beard just grows in all white trash to you like that. Obviously, That's yours it. is not, but that reference just hits me. Hey, right keep now. on keeping on, man. <laughs> keep you got to keep on keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Dude, thanks for sporting the shirt. Um, that, that, oh, yeah. that, meant, that meant a lot. We, um, we are selling these shirts on the Facebook page and what we're doing is for every $20 donation, we're going to give you a t-shirt of the size that you choose. So after you make the donation message me, let me know that the size that you want, we'll ship it out to the address that you put in. We're just doing that. So, so people actually get something for their money. We're not just Absolutely. out here asking saying, Hey, can you give us $20 for our cause? You actually get something in return. You get a t-shirt. Everybody loves t-shirts. So that was the big thing. And man, I greatly appreciate you supporting them. I, you look good, man. You look good. Thank you. Right back Thanks. at you. you uh, Jacob sent me the shirt and I was like, oh, well, hell yeah. I'm wearing this during our interview for sure. I wish I, could, I had better situation here where you could see it the whole time, but I'll support it again real quick. Nice. Nice. There we go. Yeah. So get you one of these shirts. Get you one. It's just $20. And you're going, it's going to a good cause. It's going, all that money is being pushed to push the Liberty movement forward here in Missouri. So uh, we're putting it to good use. Take back control. That's right, man. And we feel like we, you know, that one of the driving factors for me to get into the Liberty movement and to start driving forward into politics was the fact that I felt like I was losing control. I felt like we all were as citizens of the United States that we were supposed to be the, be the most free country. I mean, this was the country that I went and fought for in the Marine Corps for eight years. And, you know, I come home and I think that now's my time to just move up in medicine and, and be able to help people in, in, in medicine and do that. And that was a goal and a dream of mine. And then to watch how the government was overstepping and just trampling the bill of rights, you know, and with Tom, that's right. And with the libertarian philosophy that we believe in, that you and I share, you know, we we feel that they're completely in the wrong. They're overstepping. And we have the philosophy, if we can get it out to the people, we feel like we can completely turn our country around and head in the right direction. There's no question. You're uh, you're, you're really some of what you're talking about is rooted in messaging. Right. And a lot of people around our country, I, I hear this all the time. Right. Uh, I, I would be, I'm absolutely libertarian, 
but I just don't think you could ever win. And so one of the big things that kicked this show off and what I wanted to highlight were people like you and showing the country that you're, you, you, you believe a lie. You believe a mainstream media lie. That's false. We are winning, and we're going to win. People like Jacob Turner, yourself, I'm sorry to speak to you in third person, but that – No, you're good, man. I just – man, it, it inspires me. It fires me up. It's the entire premise of the show is to show the country that our message, what you're talking about, is the winning message, and we have to just crush the lie of the fact that we aren't winning. That's right. It's the most beautiful philosophy that man has ever created on, on God's green earth, and it's uh, it's out and about. And it's seeping into the souls of people all over. And the more tyrannical and out of control the government gets, the more it blossoms and comes to life and starts to come out and people who are willing to make a stand. And when people talk about splitting the vote and they're so worried about, oh, they always say that when you bring up a libertarian, libertarians are just there to split the vote. I'm not here to split the vote. I'm here to win. I've made a calculated decision. I have a professional team that I've hired and surrounded myself who have ran major campaigns that have won senator races and congressman races before i've surrounded myself with these people for a reason and we are going after it all out a hundred percent we're not looking back there's no looking back there's no no looking to the side we're driving forward towards the goal of winning and bringing the liberty movement to the forefront for missouri and we got people all across our nation who are coming alive you know in our nation throughout history when bad times occurred Men and women of action have risen to take on the challenges of our nation that our nation has faced and we've conquered. And right now, our nation is in trouble. The national debt is through the roof. Our people are dying overseas for nothing, being sent over to wars that don't make any sense. They second line politicians' pockets. Whether you're Republican or whether you're Democrat, you have to stop and say, like, look, this isn't working. The the two-party system is driving our country off a cliff. And right now, we have an opportunity to do something different. And here in Missouri, it's looking like we're going to do that. So, uh, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yep. Totally believe that 100%. I've actually, um, well, I guess it'll, it'll sound a little biased because I live there, but I spent quite a time, quite a, a good amount of time around Missourians. And I, I understand the mindset and I understand how easy it will be to achieve the victories there in that state because everyone is so centered there. And and I don't want people to mistake that for centrist. I mean, centered in the fact that they understand, or at least the people that I've talked to, they understand how far the Republican party has left them. That is a red state. They understand how disingenuous the GOP is to them. And I've talked to a lot of Missourians that fully understand that they were lied to by Trump. And they felt like that they were getting exactly what you are offering, but then nothing changed when he became the president. Right. And we, and we put too much emphasis on the POTUS in my personal opinion, but I understanding the little bit that I did. And I love the comment earlier about the Ozarks. I've been to the Ozarks uh, once and spent the night, spent the weekend there. Absolutely freaking gorgeous. But the people of Missouri are very level headed. They're very centered. They're very grounded and I think you have an absolute shot at winning. I know you. Well, do. Yeah, most of the people, man, here are libertarians. They just don't know it. You know, they they're just not informed on what a libertarian is because we we in the past have done a really bad job of getting out there and explaining who we are and what we're about. You know, a lot of us are just not willing, 
or we haven't been willing in the past to go out and knock on the doors and, and say, hey, look, right. this is who we are. This is what we stand for. And now we're starting to see us turn that corner and the Internet, social media, all these podcasts that are coming out like yours, like Dave Smith's part of the problem. All these podcasts are like putting us on the map and showing, that, hey, we have the answers to the, you know, we have the solutions. We have the antidote to the madness. And, and the antidote is the Libertarian Party. And we're coming correct this time. We're coming locked on and we're coming ready to just just to take over. And that's what we're doing, man. We're taking over by storm. You can see it in all the small offices. I just read a read, read an article, made a post about it the other day. We're, we're up 52 percent on wins on right. local office levels. I mean, it's like 240 offices that we've claimed uh, as of recent. I mean, that's significant. That's not that's, that's not little. That's yeah, man, we're coming. That's massive. That's massive. That's Mass actually massive. Thank you for that statistic because uh, Micah Dudley has a phenomenal question. How many, if any, libertarian representative senators are there? I mean, you've got a bunch well, apparently in, in Missouri right now. Yeah, as far as uh, representatives go, uh, not in Missouri. Uh, it's more of a red state. We're we're actually the big wave of libertarians coming out to run for office is, is, is going to be 2022. Uh, for Missouri. Nice. So that's where guys like myself are, are stepping up to, to do this. Um, as far as in the house, we had, we had Justin Amaj who, who became, um, yep. but he's, he's from another state. Uh, he became a libertarian while in, in the house, he didn't win as a libertarian. I, I, I'm not really sure what party he was. Do you know? He, he ran as a Republican. He did. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we'd had him, but, but things are changing. Th these last two elections have really, really, uh, open people's eyes to what is really going on on the Hill. And it's a lot of crooked stuff. You know, the fact of Republicans, it's a red state. Republicans constantly tell us they want small government. They want to cut spending. They want to, the, to get on top of the national debt. You know, they want this, they want that. But what do they do when they get in office? The national debt goes up, the government gets bigger. So it's really all the same in the end, even when they had full control uh, in the first two years of President Trump's term, they did absolutely nothing to That's give us right. back any of the liberties and freedoms that have been stripped away from us at any time. They did nothing. So, you know what? People are people are waking up like myself. You know, I came from a Republican family. I grew up in a Republican family. I thought that that was the way I thought that they were they were for the people. And it's apparent people like myself, you know, we go in the military, we start to see the holes in, in the statements that people are making because we know we've been there. We've seen it and uh, we're waking up, man. That's it. We're, we're coming, you know, we're We're coming around and things are going to change. Big facts. Uh, I, I believe that whole believe is even like a, a weird word, right? I want to say, I know that to be a fact. I know it to be true because I do. I, I'm watching it happen all over the country. I'm talking to people all over the country. I'm, I, I imagine that Jared Pace knows you and that this question is going to be very relevant. And I would love to hear your answer. Jacob, what do you make of the fact that your opponent is refusing to debate you so far? I'm pretty sure I have the answer to this, but I'm going to let you go with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, my team, we, we see that as a sign of weakness. Uh, anybody who holds the posi the position uh, for public office, they should be willing to go in front of the constituents and debate and battle out the ideas to have a better and brighter future for their people, regardless of if it's my ideas or his. And a debate is not meant to be malicious. A debate should be he and I come together. We have an exchange of ideas and something comes of that. He and I 
get to the end of the road and we're both more informed than we were when we walked in that building and then he can go back or and then I win and I go up and we make changes. But he has flat out refused. And I think that that speaks volumes about himself and how confident he really is. I think there's a reason he's wanting to, to jump ship and go to the Senate. I think the writing's on the wall for that old boy. I am not running for office. So I am going to say it exactly how I feel. Because I don't have to worry about repercussions. Here's what I feel. He's effing scared because he knows that he can't stand on that debate stage with you. Otherwise, he would do it. I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Right. But I wouldn't do it if I was scared. And yes, I may be self-projecting there. But hey, who, whoever the guy is, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Right. That's it. Do it. I mean, it's nothing. We can even make a gate. Uh, I can draw all my crowd. He can draw all his. We'll take a fee at the door, and that fee will be donated 100% towards children who, uh, St. Jude's Hospital, kids that are battling cancer. We'll donate the whole gate to the cancer, you know, for the St. Jude's Cancer Hospital. We'll give all the money to the children that are struggling and fighting. So it'd be for a good cause, and we'll battle it out on some ideas. But the problem is, is that one, he's not a communicator. I'll, 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 I'll walk circles around this old boy. Two, He's on a bed of lies, dude, and we're on truth. And when you have yeah. the truth on your side, what is he going to do? He's going to get torn apart. He can only grandstand. He can only throw these things out. People have Google now. People have the Internet. It's a, the age of wisdom, and everybody can punch holes right through all the lies that he says. So That's big facts. I mean, and, and that's why he won't step on the debate stage with you. Jared Pace, thank you for that question, dude. I, I, I didn't realize that, Jacob, your opponent, wouldn't stand on the debate stage with you. But again, it freaking makes perfect sense because they hate us in that element. I've talked to a lot of people uh, in Clubhouse and on <clears throat> these shows. And what I have seen predominantly, and, and being outside of the echo chamber a bunch, I have seen that the vast majority of debates of arguments on either side are geared for the other side. I think we watched this play true true in the Donald Rainwater debate. Debate. They don't have an answer for us. They only have an answer for the opposing side. They don't know how to deal with us. They don't know how to deal with Jacob Turner. So, you know what? I just won't deal with him because he's probably going to run me into the ground. There's That's a reason. There's a reason, my man. There's a reason why. Uh, the next election, let's say Trump and, and Biden run again, and that's the two that get on the stage. They're not going to allow uh, Spike Cohen up there. They're not going to allow uh, – man, they're not going to. They're not going to allow David David Smith up there. They're not, you know, they're not going to allow Larry Sharp up there. You know, the three uh, three giants of liberty right now. They're not going to – they're not going to let those three, you know, any of those three, change them out, interchange them, whichever one, on any day – Anytime those three men run circles around Biden and Trump on debate stage and everybody in our movement, we know it. We know it. We know there's a reason why they keep us off the stage. They block us from coming on. They don't they just don't want to get in, in the mix of talking about true liberty and true freedom, because when we start to bring up anti-war and, and why are we in this foreign country? They don't have an answer for it. We've seen that with Ron Paul back in 2008, 2012. They didn't have an answer for him, you know, and what did they do? They had to meet uh, the mediator or moderator go after him. 
They tried to give him hard questions. They tried to do anything they could to, to try to manipulate him and mo move him down in the rankings on the stage. And uh, it didn't work, man. I mean, he eventually, eventually he didn't make it. But while he was on there, you can go back and look at the YouTube clips. Fantastic job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's destruction from from us to them. They they can't handle it. They don't know how to handle it. So they just decide not to handle it. Chicken shit. Yeah. Yeah, and he, and he he was running as a Republican at the time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, they still they still. Anyway, we won't get into all that. You mentioned foreign wars. You're a veteran, right? That's right. That's Marine right. Corps. Yeah, Marine Corps, eight years. We didn't yes, talk sir. about this. I was a corpsman in the Navy. Re really. I went with y'all though. I did not stay in the Navy Blues. I went with the the Marine Corps Digis. Yep. Nice man. Yeah, we all looked out for Doc. You yep. know, I'm sure yep. that, I'm sure they yep. called you Doc. Yeah, yeah Devil Doc. Yep. yep. They called me Doc. That's right for sure. Loved yeah, man, it. Took, I love. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, we 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 take care of the Docs, man. We know that they'll take care of us in a hard time. And uh, I have I have a newfound appreciation after making it through paramedic school and kind of having a, a grasp and going out in the field and training on a, on an ambulance and, and dealing with extreme traumas. You know, I have so, so much respect for the, for the docs that get in there, the, the Navy corpsmen. So. Yeah. I mean, and, and right back at you, dude, we, we, we uh, ran and did our thing together for, for a hot minute, not you and I personally, but our relationship from corpsman to Marine Corps is, is pretty, outstanding i say one of the most unique relationships in all of the military given the circuit it may be the most unique and you also we're also the uh the only part of the navy that you guys respect so that's always it's, a good it it's the tightest bond between two different branches Clear, Wouldn't you? no question yeah so i don't think any other branch has a job that someone from the from the opposite is so relied upon and so safeguarded and treasured Yep. As as a Navy corpsman is in a Marine Corps unit, big facts. Yep, I mean just absolutely. But talking about that, one of your big deals is bringing the troops home. That's also one of my big deals. And how, how, is that something that you're running on in Missouri? And if so, how's it you're messaging that? Yeah, I mean, I go out and I talk to people all the time about it. You know, the big thing is I want to you know clarify and make sure that they understand is when I talk about being anti-war. And I talk about wanting to pull the troops home. It doesn't mean just because I'm anti-war doesn't mean that I'm anti-troop. I myself was a troop. I love the Marine Corps. I love uh, all the Marines that I got to serve with. And I'm grateful that there are so many people who are willing to step up and, and put themselves out there in the line of duty and service for us. I'm grateful. Uh, just because I'm anti-war doesn't mean that I'm anti-troop. A lot of them are just being heavily misused by the politicians. They're being put into conflicts and altercations that they don't need to be in. You know, you have troops losing limbs and then coming home and, and you know, you have injuries that you can see and some that you cannot. And they start to ha have bouts with, uh, with PTSD or mental illness. They end up losing the war here at home. You know, veteran suicides through the roof. I don't see if there isn't a true aggressor coming after our country. And if there was, I would raise my right hand. I would go right back today. If there was a true aggressor coming after our country and we were in self-defense mode. However, for us to go and occupy, uh, occupy a piece of land so that politicians can buy into government contracts and line their pockets and hook their friends up and they can make machinery and, 
and and get super wealthy off American troops dying. I'm not about that. I don't want any part of that. I want that to come to an end. And I'm going to use my time on the Hill to make sure that I bring attention to that subject matter. And that, man, I, I love exactly how you just laid that out. That That is exactly how I feel. That's my sentiment completely. Very anti-war, very pro bring our people back home and keep them safe mentally, physically, spiritually. Get the, this. Yes. If you, if you support, if you support yes. the troops, bring them home. Let's keep them safe. Let's keep them safe until we need them. Uh, let's not war fatigue our nation. Let's not keep throwing our That's young right. men and women into foreign conflict when there's no need. And then now when we really need them, no one's going to want to step up because you've war fatigued our young men and women. We can't do that. You can't you can't damage the trust of the young men and women of our country who are willing at 18 years old or 17 year old with uh, parents consent like my myself to line up at the recruiter's office when times of war kick off. And they're willing to, to pay that ultimate sacrifice at such a young age. We can't abuse that because one day we're really going to need someone to stand up and fight. And I'm afraid that it's not going to be there because we've we've abused it. Yep. So. Yep. War fatigue is a big, big issue. It's a real thing. I have so many of my friends that are around or just they're going through constant rehabilitation in and out of uh, mental, spiritual and dependency rehabs, trying to get through the things that they had to experience over there in the sandbox and in other places around the world. Right. But that br that brings up a, a huge point when we're sending all of our troops into unnecessary territory, into unnecessary wars, we're also just dumping loads and loads of money, tax money, uh, just unnecessary federal spending. I know that's something that, you know, we, you and I talked about before is the wasteful spending at the federal level. Right. Isn't Yeah. It's, it's one of my big topics. You know, I get into the fact that, I always paint, I always paint it as simple as possible. And I try to explain from a position of something I've seen before and, and we'll put it in easy numbers, something someone can comprehend and understand. And I, you have a smart audience. They would get it if I made it as difficult as possible. But uh, so you have a, you have a, a military command, you have a unit and that unit gets allotted. We'll say a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's small numbers, but we'll say of tax dollars, they get allotted that. Very now, smart. if that commander doesn't spend that $100,000 up into that $100,000, well, then the next year he's penalized and he'll only receive what he spent the year before. So all military units across the field, all government agencies outside the military, all federal institutions have the same line where they have to spend up the amount they're given or they're cut and they're punished. So what that forces is, is forces people for, to, for, to protect themselves for the following year in case they need the money to come in. They'll waste that money on things that they don't need. So we have a systemic issue across the, the way we handle money we, all across federal agencies and the military. That's something we can tackle real easy. No one should be punished for spending tax dollars wisely, especially in a time where the, the the ticker of the uh, national debt is flying off the handle and we are selling to just pure trouble. We, we need to, we need to reward people who are spending the money wisely, not punish. 
Yeah, and, and another word for that would be like a surplus, right? We see this in corporations, businesses, small businesses. You get a, a, a surplus and you either have to spend that money or the next year you get penalized and get less funding. And right. th- this is from bottom up, top down, doesn't matter that it, we're getting, yes, you're getting penalized for doing well or being efficient monetarily is what I'm trying to say, really. 100%, man. That's it. That's it. We see it all across the, the board. We know I'm not just after the military. Like I said, I love the military, but our spending's through the roof. Our waste is even more through the roof. That's the issue. You know, we have to get waste uh-huh. under control under and in all scenarios. We have to start hunting down these these different uh these different places that money is just spilling out that we're bleeding. We got to start patching that up. You know, we got to get us back on our feet, man. Big facts. Dude, stop the bleeding, right? Stop the bleeding. If someone's bleeding, you got to stop the bleeding. Our country is bleeding right now. We have the ability in my camp. We understand how to fix these issues. We just need an opportunity to get to the dance floor to show you all what we got and what we can do. And we have we, we feel that we have the answers as coming from a libertarian philosophy. We feel like we have the answers that we can really shine. You get one of us there. I promise you the next year, the next election cycle, after they see what I accomplished, they're going to be sending them from all over the place. We're going to get libertarians from all across the nation being sent up. So this, oh, this, this yeah. is the first step, man. Yeah. You, well, yeah look, we got to take <laughs> one step at a time. We got to put one foot in front of the other. And so, uh, you're running in the 8th Congressional District of Missouri. Is that right? That's right. Yes, sir. How many signatures yep. do you need to get on the ballot? I don't need any signatures. I'm on the ballot ready to go. Like, we just walk in on the state, <laughs> sign our name, man, It's uh, and it's a done deal. We go in on February to sign. On, at 2022, we're, uh, we're going up. The election will run, and we plan to be the victors. You know, we, we plan. We, we're getting – the momentum is growing, and right now – no one else is in the race. We've been doing this for four months straight. I've been on a new show every week, going out, shaking hands, meeting people, getting the movement drove forward. By the time someone else does get in the race, we're going to have almost a year on them. So it's it's go time. We know how to work. We're from Missouri, yep. man. We know how to work. We're workers. You know, and that's, uh, that's what I always say. I say, these are some of the smartest, best people that I know. These are hardworking, good people. And all they want to do is to get the government out of their way so that they yep. can craft their own dest- destiny with their hard work and their bare hands. Because these people will do it. They just need an opportunity to get government off their backs. Yeah. And, and really all that you need the opportunity for, in my personal opinion. And look, I don't know, no Missouri, but I was there enough to collect an, a significant amount of data analytically in my mind to understand completely that. At this point, personal opinion, you just really need to be known. You're just going to have to be known. People need to know that Jacob Turner is an option and Jacob Turner is going to win. I don't see any other options there. There's no failure. There's no, well, we could have done this better. Literally, if people just know that Jacob Turner is on the ballot, what you stand for, Jacob Turner is going to win. Because that's how Missouri flows. That 
again, my opinion. Tell me tell, if I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, man, we feel it. We made a calculated decision. You know, I live out in the country. There is no running for mayor for me. I don't live in a small town. I don't live inside city limits. I like to live out in the country. Um, we made a calculated decision when we picked this seat to go after. We seen right. we seen a guy who had his eye on a career of politics. He wasn't looking to take care of his of his constituents. He left his base behind. He never really had anybody run against him, so he never had a competitor. Or, or, so he just got he gets voted in just to sit there. You know, the guy has got he's got lazy. He's he's forgotten where he came from. He's you know so. We saw it as a perfect opportunity to come in, shine the light on what the people have been missing and show how we can fill the void, how we can make things happen and how we can make this country to be the country that it was founded to be. And what that is, where we are in charge, where we make the say the government should be so the government should stay in Washington. They shouldn't be in our business. They shouldn't be on our backs. We should be able to run our lives the way we see fit down here. And just be able to go after life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And, and that's what we're about. Janice says, I tell you, Jacob, you have your act together. I wish I could Thanks, vote for Janice. you. I'm in California. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Janice. Janice. Yep, yep. You're going to have a lot of that. Um, let me ask you this. You're running unopposed as of right now. As of right now. When do they... They have the uh, what is their deadline to get on the ballot? Is that in February? They have to be on there. Yeah, they'll have they'll yeah they'll have a uh, contest. They'll have somebody. They'll have a they'll have a warm body. They'll do something, you know, because they're going to count on the fact that they can get in with just an R next to their name, and they feel that the constituents of our district are are so simple. They they think this. They think that the people are so simple that they're just going to cast a vote for this R for this body that they put on the ticket. It's not going to happen. These people are smart. They know what's going on. They're not going to be fooled. We're out here showing them the truth. It just isn't going to work, man. It's going to, we're going to shine through and we're going to bring some, uh, bring some Liberty back to Missouri. Absolutely going to happen. We have your website and your links uh, pinned to the top of the comments. So if you want to donate to the Jacob Turner campaign, you want to buy a shirt, which would be magnificent because you're still donating to the campaign and you're getting a shirt just like mine that I love very much. I thought you did a freaking fantastic job with these shirts, bro. I I, I just got into the T-shirt or merchandise business, so it's kind of like, like, oh, man, that's a great shirt, right? Yeah, I, yeah, um, I appreciate it. We're proud. Yeah, and you should be proud. It's freaking fantastic. But other than that stuff, right, what do you need from us? How can we help? Do you need people knocking doors? Do you need people handing out flyers? Do you need people? Uh, wh- what do you need? What I need right now is people to like, share, comment, spread the information, spread the message, because we can just, with a click of a button, this whole information and everything that we've said today can be put on somebody's computer or telephone, and they can they can pick it up. They can watch the message, and then now I'm right in their living room as of now. These are, you know, the, this is the most simple thing that we can do at this time is push the message forward. And the, the viewers, it, that is the biggest and best thing that you all can do right now is just share the message, push the message out there. And let's just get, get our district to get more well-known with who we are as libertarians yeah. and what we stand for. And 
you know, invite them into the community, bring them in, bring them into the, to get them watching the Cajun libertarian so that they can learn about, about liberty and freedom and what it means to be a real libertarian, a good libertarian, you know, someone who yeah. has their, this country and our nation's best interest at heart. And that's us. There's no question about it. You got what's it? It's going to fit, or at least it feels like to some of us that it's like, oh man, you got a little while, right? You got till uh, what? November of 2022 or October of 20 something, you know? Yeah. But November 20. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it's November. not, it's not long. It's not long. And in, in, in a, in a campaign like this, when you're running for the U S Congress, it's important that you get, I mean, this is a big race. Yeah. This is this this has consequences. This changes the landscape of not only does it affect Missouri, but it affects us at a national level. This is big. Big time. And uh, so, no, we're not we're not taking it lightly. We're not going to like say, oh, we got time. We're going to chill for a little while. We're going to start working now. We're working like it's a full time job, a full time career. We're going out. We're going to start meeting just you know more people, getting in more uh, more fairs and events and. And just spreading the message, man. We're we're looking at this uh, until the day of the election. I'm not. I'm, we're not stopping. No, I don't imagine that you will. I, actually, I don't even think that you're going to slow down. I no. don't. I, I just having the conversation with you tonight. Uh, I don't think that you'll do anything but speed up. Actually, that's right. Man. You're you're extraordinarily passionate, dude. I'm loving the energy, everything coming out of uh, what you're saying right now. Your spirit, your your mindset is nothing but win. I, there's a lot of people sometimes that are like, yeah, we'll just get on the ballot and no. we will make some noise and blah, blah, blah. No, Jacob Turner is here to win. My That's wife right. says, fantastic, very passionate and energetic. I love that you have pre-thought out great informative answers. Yes. Thank you, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> and tell and tell her I love the decorations that she got you back there, the music the music notes and everything. We love yeah. it. My wife commented, yeah, and all, yeah. My wife commented on that background. She said, Man, he's got the, the best background. I said, and then I brought it up to you. You said your wife, I believe your wife got it for you, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. She got yep. great taste, man. Great taste. She actually got uh all of this. Nice. Me. It looks yep. good. Every it looks good. You know, all three of those pieces. The LSU license plate, the giant music symbol. I, everything's backwards on StreamYard. I don't know why. And then the yeah. Uh, yeah. the Saints emblem, which we got from the 501c3 program that I helped out, which is another Teen Challenge University down here in, in South Mississippi. That's awesome. So, yeah, thank you for the compliment. Uh, she, she is phenomenal, but I, I love the fact that your energy is unmatched. You're you're gonna you're gonna spread a fire throughout your district in Missouri. I you know what I kind of just to be honest with you, I think you're gonna wind up kind of setting fires all over the state. Man, I appreciate so, it. I, I appreciate want you to be, it, man. Yeah, I, well, I mean it's well deserved. It's people like you that we're looking to to trailblaze. Is that right? I mean right. we're looking to, for you to not just win, but even though you're down ballot you're still going to be helping out other down ballots because we're going to do our job in pushing out the Jacob Turner message and in the Jacob Turner camp, because you're very passionate and energetic and you have all of the right ideas. You, you're just going to win. And so what we need to do is we need to 
we need to make that infectious to the rest of the candidates throughout the state. Yeah, I mean, and, and the whole the whole time, you know, I, I run a full time company. Um, I, I, yeah. I give 12 hours a week on the ambulance to help out in the community. And I was a full time student up until uh, <clears throat> last week. So, like I said, I finished my associates, my paramedicine got ready. Now everything else is on pause and it's full dedication to one one thing. And that is driving this message forward to achieve victory. That is it. And to achieve victory, not for us. You know what I mean? I'm not putting my life on. Trust me. My goal is to I, I wanted medical school. I'm focused on being, you know, working in. Med I love medicine. You love, you know, you know how that gets yep. in, gets in your blood for being a corpsman. Uh, yep. But I can't stand by and watch our country be drove off a cliff. Like I said, I'm willing to put my life on pause and to go after this and then work hard to fix this until. And I mean, this might be my future for a while, but but we're going to we're I'm willing to give that time for this movement. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, I, my guess is going to be that it is going to be your future for a little while because it, it's looking like uh, success is on the horizon for you in, in, in Missouri. I think it is. I don't think. I know it is. It's going to be pretty awesome to watch what happens in November of 2022 uh, because I think we're going to have a lot of people like you that are going to be winning seats around the country. And that's not the end all. Be oh, Janie says or Janice says you should visit college campuses too. I'm sure you're you're going to yeah. be going around doing that. Yeah, we we have SEMO University right down the road, as you know. Yes, uh, you do. Yeah, so yeah, I'm Three Rivers and Popper Bluff. We got a lot of good yep. schools around here. With some great kids. So we'll go and uh, definitely be introducing ourselves. I actually gave a college talk at Three Rivers uh, a few months back before nice. they shut down for the summer. So very went, nice. Went, went pretty good. So. Yep. So if you're in Missouri, I want you to reach out to the Jacob Turner camp and door knock. Uh, you don't have to even actually be involved in, like on an immediate basis. If you're just out there talking to your neighbors at the grocery store, That's at the it. gas station, drop the Jacob Turner name, give them the Jacob Turner website. If you want to get on board with the staff, go knock doors, go pass out flyers. Help donate, get your Jacob Turner uh, paraphernalia, your merchandise, like I did. Man, look at that shirt. Yeah, that's the shirt right there. I tell you what, and it holds up too. The shirt has held up because I oh, didn't want to. Yeah, I, I got one. I've just been, you know, washing it and I, I've been, you know, wearing it every so often and it's held up through all the washes. So it's good material. We were, we, you know, we wanted to make sure it was good quality. The shirt yeah. has held up. Oh, yeah, it, it, it's fantastic material, fantastic quality. We've had it since you sent it to us, and, you know, it, it's, it's going to hold up. Not just that, though. It's great layout. It's great message, and it's a great way to support your campaign and also get something out of it. With that being said, we're, it, an hour goes quick. I'm just – it's getting shorter and shorter every interview I freaking do, especially when I have somebody like you on that's just driving it, right? Oh, man, I, I appreciate it. it. The passion you know, is unmatched. The, the big thing I want to say before I get off here is that I, I kind of alluded to this earlier, and I said that a lot of times when you'll have someone like myself running, the other parties will use scare tactics, and they'll say, well, right. the libertarians are there to split the votes. But I want to paint a picture for everybody in my district. I want to I want to show them that they can go look these uh, these statistics up themselves. It's all public record. Uh, 
80% of the vote every time goes to Republican, 20% goes to Democrat. That means that even if I was to split the vote, it still doesn't turn the district blue. So for all the people who are scared of, of the district turning blue, you don't have to worry about splitting the vote by casting your vote for the person that you You have an opportunity here to vote for who you want this time without the fear of losing the district to, to the party that you despise. That's the big thing, you know. There is no split You're the vote in a district. You're speaking my freaking language, dude, because I live in Mississippi and I can't tell you how many times I talk to the overwhelming majority of Republicans that dominate the state. Trump's going to win this state 10 out of 10 times. And they're like, what? Why would you do that? That's going to hurt the vote, blah, blah, blah. What are you talking about? If half of you voted Libertarian, you would still win Republican. Like, what do you do? Understand your voting rights in your district, in your counties, in your states. Understand the voting rights. In Mississippi, yeah. I'm, I want to speak for Missouri. I know that in Mississippi, it's a straight-up electoral vote. You win the popular vote, then you win the electoral votes. Trump's going to win this state 10 out of 10 times for the next 50,000 years. Stop worrying about that. The only wasted vote in Mississippi, and I can assume in Missouri, is a blue one. Stop doing that. It's That's uneducated, it. ill-informed, and you're That's only it. hurting the entire country's possibility at having more options than just the binary one. Sorry, I got a little fired up there. No, but man, you're right. You're right. And then people want to look at like old statistics of people who just threw their names on the ballot. And you'd spoke about this earlier. You said, I hate it when people just say they throw their name on the ballot and they're not really even putting anything into it. And that would that has been an issue, you know, in the past for for even our state where people have just thrown their name on. They haven't actually went out and done anything, you know, and I'm not I'm not like knocking people who have put themselves out there, but if you see a place that has like a low percentage of libertarian votes before, if a real campaign wasn't ran before that has no statistical bearing, yeah. you know, there's a difference when there's someone out there working, knocking on doors, shaking hands, and then spreading the message. No yeah. one's doing shows like this. Nobody's going out and spreading the message like we are. We're doing an actual real campaign and we're coming to win. And uh, I look forward to the future. You know, not just for for, your, for eighth district, not for just for Missouri, but all across the nation as the Libertarian start party starts to rise. I mean, our message is coming to the forefront with people like you who are speaking, you know, speaking the truth out here, you know, raising the, you know, the raising the, you know, raising the bar of what it means to speak about it and showing like, hey, we right. can get out here. It can be popular. It can be cool to talk about liberty and freedom. You know, you're making it cool. Like people like, you know. You know, and that's that's legit. It's what we need. We need people who yeah. are are relatable, and you're relatable. Right. You know, hey, so right back to you. That is, you're fired up. You're passionate. You're relatable. You're 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 what we need for sure in Missouri, eighth congressional district of Missouri. For now, uh, I right. assume that after you win that seat, then we're going to start looking at other bigger things for you to represent the people of Missouri. We're going to we'll look, see. we're going to look to make sure, you know, I, I, like I told Larry Sharp, you know, he asked me, uh, what's the plans after this? Do you want to run for bigger? Do you want the, and I said, I am in the Liberty movement for the rest of my life, regardless in one form of fashion, whether it's speaking on a show to, to talk about the importance of freedoms and not sacrificing our liberties and, and for security, 
whether it's running for a public office, whether it's donating my money or my time to help someone get elected, I will be involved in the liberty movement until the day I come to an end. So that's, that's the goals, man. Regardless of what venture we end up in, the liberty movement should come first. That's awesome. That's phenomenal mic drop. I got to ask you before we get off of here, I got to ask you two things. Number one, are you on Clubhouse? No, I don't, I don't know what that is. All right. That's probably All bad right. that I don't know, huh? Eh, it's a new app. Okay. It's a new app, but it's like a drop-in audio chat. I'll send you a uh, – oh, text me your phone number in Messenger, and I'll send you an invite. You can come jump on a clubhouse. The okay. second question is, how do you like your seafood? Is Man. it seasoned and, and perfect, or do you like it just kind of bland and blah? No, nah, man, we're we're a fan of that. Uh, we're a fan of that old Cajun food. So yeah, that's right. Hey, my first oh. date with my wife. My first date with my wife. I took her to Brizard's Cajun uh, in Cape. You know nice. Brizard's. That's yes, where I took I her, man. Brizard's. That was our that was our first date. It's Cajun food. So yeah. and it worked out, man. Beautiful. She married me, so she you know she knows she knows the great seafood too. Seafood caucus for life, man. Seafood caucus for life, my that's right. man, Jacob that's Turner. Right. Yeah, you got to get on Clubhouse. I'll send you an invite and jump on there. We usually do an after party. So if you can't get there tonight, no big deal. But it's just a drop-in audio chat, especially with just one giant uh, group phone call. And um, we'll explain it to you when you get in there. David's a, a, a newcomer to the Liberty Movement, not quite ready for the Libertarian Party label yet, but he most closely aligns with a good dude, great voice for radio. Liberty Shamrocker, always phenomenal. Yay, bring him on over. Absolutely. Seafood Caucus for life. And then another right. shout out for all day. Another shout out for Clubhouse. And so thank you, my friend. I should ask you the beard question, but that's all right. We already established that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I will have you on again. I'm trying to think about this. We'll just we'll we'll text and figure it out. I'm trying yeah, to figure man. out if, if we should have you on again right after somebody announces their competition for you, or if we should wait till February. I'm not man, sure. Let's let's do let's do February. Let's do February. Let's do like February because we got the Missouri Libertarian Convention coming. I think I believe in February around the same time. I believe it's oh, up nice. in Jefferson City. So I just gotta uh, go over, get signed up, and get ready to go. That would be perfect. I think it kicks off the actual race, race, you know, <clears throat> competitive race in a great way. And we stay in touch. We, we've texted pretty frequently throughout the time on Messenger and stuff. So we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll, uh, we'll do a February show if you're available. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making time for all of my guests that are running in 2022. Uh, I want to make sure that we catch up with y'all at least one more time. So February would be great. Um, oh, who's in February? Nope. If I can get up there to Missouri in February, that'd be great. Talk to your state chair. I, I'd need to talk to I'll, you. I'll work on that. Yeah. And shout yeah, out to the Missouri yeah. Libertarian Party. If anybody's watching, you're not affiliated, uh, but you you like what we had to say today, check out the Libertarian uh, Party of Missouri. Also, the Libertarian Mises Caucus. Uh, check them out. I mean, we got a lot of good stuff going on. We're getting out in the community. We're helping people. Um, so check us out. Yeah, let's 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 look into uh, February. Maybe we can figure out some crowdfunding or something for me to go up there to the Missouri convention. That would be phenomenal. I would love to get back to Missouri 
February. Oh, no, that's a terrible idea. I'll be there. Oh, anyway. It's going to be cold, man, but you know what? We'll have a great <laughs> time. Cold. We'll, we'll have a great time. Um, your hotel stays, everything, I'll personally cover myself if we can get it done. Uh, Libertarian uh, Party of Missouri, a lot of them are watching right now. Hey, let's get yeah. this guy up there in, in uh, February. I'll cover the hotel stays. Awesome. We'll go out. We'll have a good time. Hell yeah. That would be phenomenal. We can do live interviews from the convention and blast Liberty all over the planet. That sounds like quite, a great idea. It's freaking crazy, dude. Like I have people from all over this world yeah. that watch the show. It's intense. So yes, we will make that happen. Thank you, Jacob, for being on the show, dude. Thank you, uh, sir. I cannot I wait to meet it. you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. I can't wait to have you back on again. Maybe we have to do something else that maybe isn't pertaining to the to your race. Just just your voice getting out there, your passion, your spirit, your drive. I freaking love it. Thank you, my friend. I, as soon as we get off of here, I'm going to send you an invite to Clubhouse. All right, man. Let me know. Thanks. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks for everybody watching, man. I'm, I'm grateful for every view. So thank you. It's Thank awesome, you, Jacob. Thank you, my friend. All right. Bye. Absolutely. Fantastic. Cannot wait to have Jacob back on. I'm going to send him an invite to Clubhouse immediately as soon as we get done with our sponsors because I was, to be honest with you, I didn't forget. I was just very excited to get to Jacob because we had a short – we've been texting back and forth for a long time, so I already knew super cool – I knew I couldn't wait to talk to him, but when we had a little pre-game discussion, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait. I, I got to get him on. I got to get him on right now. And so Jacob Turner, 8th Congressional District of Missouri, running for House of Representatives, and that is a must-win right there. That's a shoe-in guy. We got to get him in there. With that being said, I just another shout-out to Jacob. Thank you so much for being on the show. I cannot believe it's been over a freaking hour already. That's how fast it goes when you have people that are so, so passionate about what it is that we're doing and so ready to move the needle in our direction in a fast on yeah I said it right in a fast pace. Just cannot wait to see what's going on over there. Um, let me get to all of that's wrong. I didn't mean to get to all of that's wrong. I meant to get to the right stuff, but I was in the wrong section, which made all of it wrong. So. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. High-end bags and accessories. Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Fierce Luxury is a high-end bag and accessories consignment store based online. They carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and Hermes. Consign with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online at Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com and on Facebook in their exclusive group. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Thank you, Ashley. She is a sponsor of the show. She is also a teammate of mine. She actually helped build the entire website or probably just built it all on her own. And then now I get to benefit from it. She also helps me out with all of the merchandise through a local, very local, tiny local business in Texas that does the merchandise. Same Cajun time, same Cajun channel. Cajun Libertarian. Buy some shirts. We have all kinds of colors. We have shirts for kids. My two kids have shirts that say, my daddy is the Cajun Libertarian. It's freaking phenomenal. Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. I'm still getting together the new ad and ad reads for Vid Debate 
by Brian Lamar. I'm going to go ahead and give you a quick rundown. I, I'm uploading the graphic currently for Vid Debate. This is very interesting, right? Uh, Brian Lamar is the vice chair of the State Party of Libertarian Mississippi. He created this app, Vid Debate, Video Debate. And so I want to read you a little bit about what's going on with Vid Debate. He's going to control the entire thing. The only people that will be booted or banned from that are ones that get excessively out of control and disrespectful, racist, sexist, that kind of nonsense. Other than that, all of the debates go, all arguments go, just don't be a douchebag, really. Vid Debate app is designed to give users the ability to use their God-given right to speak to post a three-minute videos on the topic of the day. So you get to post a video, vid debate, video debate, right? And then people can respond to your videos. I think as of right now, last time I checked, it's still only available on Android, coming out for iPhone or Apple. Sorry, very soon. Same same difference. I don't know. I'm not a tech guy. It is what it is. Brian's a tech guy, and he built a freaking app, and it's called Vid Debate. And he's a law, uh, a journalist, award-winning journalist. He's the vice chair of the Libertarian Party of Mississippi. So if you do indeed have an Android, Download Vid Debate and start arguing with people about politics online because we're libertarians and that's what we freaking do is argue with people from all sides in range of topics from pop culture to politics. Brian Lamar, the founder and creator of Vid Debate, began the project in the hopes to build a platform to help debaters send an impassioned message to tons of viewers and followers. Instantly, Vid Debate. I have a graphic coming soon. I have a legitimate ad read coming soon. Please check that out. Don't forget about Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Also, I always got to every just 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 every once in a while. Dunk on Jack Casey, author of the royalgreen.com. Would you like to see the books? There they are. They're crap. Who cares? Let's look at the gay pirate. We still love you. You could be a gay pirate, Jack. I don't care if you're married. We still love you. There's nothing wrong with that. Look, he's plural. He's pearl clutching. That could be a problem. Don't pearl clutch, folks. Don't do that. Oh, and I'm I'm looking at the top. Sorry. Uh, This is so stupid. I get it. I'm so sorry. Don't angry react or sad react. Please. Freaking Facebook drives the algorithm down when there's ad uh, angry acts and sad reacts. So if you, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. If you don't like something, you can always just do nothing or hit the like button and drop a, a comment of, uh, of an angry react. But those, it's just unbelievable. I am so sorry that I even have to freaking preach on these semantics. It just, trying to do the best to get the messages out there as best as we can and this kind of nonsense that they do to us. But it is what it is, right? We're going to do it anyway. No matter how we got to get the message out there, we're going to get the message out there, period. With that being said, tomorrow's Thursday and I am off, thank God, because I tried to cut this thing down to three shows a week, which is a lot for most people, but I was doing like five and unfortunately, I am still at, or fortunately, it's a good problem to have. There's a high demand for the show. There's a lot of watchers, a lot of listeners. There's a lot of people wanting to come on the show, like Jacob Turner, who are doing a phenomenal job in Missouri and all over the country, all over the world. And so we have, we're still at four shows a week, Monday, 
my solo show, Just a Thought Wednesdays. We do interviews with phenomenal candidates and uh, people of the like, like Jacob Turner. And then on Fridays, there is the Cajun and Eskimo show from Bayous to Igloos on Muddied Waters Media, which I do have the best beard on Jason Lyon. Suck my toe cheese. That's probably not a real saying, but I just said it on air live. You heard it here. I will see you Friday night. Same Cajun time, but on the Muddied Waters channel. With that being said, I love each and every one of y'all very much. I'm so happy to freaking be here all the time. I cannot believe that you guys have put me in this position. I can't believe all of the people that watch the show 50 to 11 times a week and you still come back. It's amazing to me. I'm absolutely floored and humbled every second. I love y'all very much, and I am out. Thank you.